everybody, what is going on? I hope everyone is doing well, and welcome back yet again to a brand new episode of Sweeten Up Podcast, season number three, episode number 96. I am your host, Jeff Spencer, and thank you so much for taking some time to join me today. I greatly appreciate it, whether you have for multiple seasons, an entire year, or you are today for the first time. Thank you so much for joining us. However, if you are just joining us for the first time, take a look back at our library of 95 episodes anytime you want, anywhere you listen to your podcasts. As always, if you like what you hear on the podcast today and you want to hear more, please be sure to tell all your friends and subscribe to the show anywhere you get your podcasts so that you never miss a future episode. The podcast is available on all major podcast platforms, and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Sweeten Up Podcast. With that being said, today's episode is part two of my two-part conversation with my good friend, Andrew Dominic. Andrew Dominic is a popular food journalist hailing from Norwalk, Connecticut. His work can be seen on CT Bites, Westchester Bites, Westchester Magazine, Hudson Valley Magazine, The Beverage Journal CT, Connecticut Magazine, Fairfield Magazine, and more. When he's not writing, he's owning his bartending skills, exploring restaurants, and practicing martial arts. Part two was a lot of fun, a continuation of our chat from where we left off, so many good food recommendations, so many great places we like to go, and of course, great pizza at the end. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, my friend, and part two of my two-part conversation with the culinary master, Andrew Dominic, picking up from where we left off. So I found out about Letizia's from this Instagram page called The Cousin Connection, which um, is uh, Eva and Dawn. They, uh, you know, have this really cool page where it's just, you know, two cousins and they talk about, you know, they they guide you through different things that you could do to improve your life and your lifestyle hmm. and how you look. And they're just, they're great people. And I noticed a lot that uh, Dawn uh, was going there and getting uh, pizza a lot and they would write they would draw these like pictures on the <laughs> uh, inside of the box yeah. and they'd be like, hi, Dawn. And, and they would like, if it was her birthday, they'd be like, happy birthday. If it was like a certain thing, they would, you know, they would, oh, they did, they drew something like inside the box. And yeah. I thought it was like really cool. And like, yeah, they'll draw like a person. Like, yeah, I was like, like, I was like, who, out at you. Yeah. Like, and they would know her name. And like, that was yeah. cool. Like, I just, it was, I don't know, just very personal. And I was like, these guys, these guys are cool. Like, well, I go back with them like so far because like I was eating their pizza when I was a kid. My grandfather would take me there. And I remember like as I, you know, got older, I would still go there. And I started writing for like CT Bites, especially like more and more. And they were fans of like my work. And one day I went in and just pick up a pizza and I would never introduce myself. And I just kind of was like, hey, I'm here to pick up a pizza. And they were like, hey you're Andrew Dominic, right? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, you know, we're such big fans of you, your work and this and that. Like, it's, it's nice to finally say hello. I was like, I've been eating your pizza since I've been four years old. So I was like, I'm, I'm more honored to meet you guys. Because it's like now this current generation of owners, they're kind of like my age-ish. Right. Or we're at least close. Sure. So, you know, it's kind of cool to have that happen to you, you know? And, uh, you know, I would say if I'm eating anywhere else, like, you know, if, if I do go to South Norwalk, which I don't go as much anymore, but, you know, I've got my staples down there, like the guys at the Spread and El Segundo, great guys. I love Matt Storch and Match. Washington Prime is a fantastic spot. I probably go to Everito's quite a bit more than I, I go to, like, a lot of other spots down there. 
them and probably Blind Rhino. I love those guys. Casey. Casey's my guy, man. Like him, Matt, Jamie, they're all super Hoping cool. to get him on the show. Met him, met him playing softball in Norwalk last year. That they would be an <laughs> I think the if you got the three of them together, that would be the show. Okay. Super cool. Sweet. And they're they're good dudes and great guys. They like what they do perfectly is the new food truck just came out. Yeah, like I was actually like out one night and Casey like sent me like a dozen pictures of like the food truck and I was so stoked. Like I was was busy in the moment, but I was like, oh shit, really cool. Here we go. Yeah. Here we go. The more wings we can get, the more of their wings we can get, the better. So, you know, why not? Yeah, they win. They win uh, first place many times for a reason, right? Oh, (laughs) no, I mean, it's just it's it's the sports bar done well. Like they they stay in their lane. They do a lot of good homemade stuff and grinding their own hamburger meat and all that. Like, come on, like they're that's what a sports bar should be. Yeah, I love it. And I always tell people that I love Match Burger Lobster. Oh yeah. The, the, I can get, oh wait, hold on. I can get lobster anytime I want. Oh wait, I can get steamers. I can get this. Dude, unreal worth every single penny. But have you had the match burger with the bacon, onion? Yeah. And the, and the cheese dip? I've had all of it. That is the best burger. Like I, I still haven't found a better burger in Connecticut than that one. I No. And now he gets his burgers from Emily McGrone, Tavern on State. Oh. Uh, or provisions on state. Sorry. Also, big fan of hers. And um, he used I, to have, he used to go with Fleischer's, but now he goes with um yeah yeah provisions on state. Oh. That's where he gets his meat. I now. think I'm going to be seeing Emily like pretty soon because she's opening her new spot. I want to go too. Yeah, yeah. Fairhaven oyster. Fairhaven oyster. Yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to go like basically the week that this episode will drop. So. I want to check it out so badly. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm a, I, she's so talented. I want to go there. So I like. I can't wait for them to open. Yeah. It looks amazing. I know. Have you been to Tavern? Have you been to Tavern on State? So I haven't. Oh, you got to go. I'm going to go there, but yeah. I'm I'm such an oyster guy okay. and such a seafood guy. I'm obsessed. My family, we grew up in Portland. Sweet. Um well, not me, but my family, you know, live near Portland um and all, all I all I knew was lobster and seafood. That's all I knew. Mm. Steamers, lobster, oysters on the half shell. Plant, you know, you name it. I mean, we had it sort of, you know, just unbelievable. I'll send you and, a picture of the menu. I'll tease you a little bit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm just absolutely loving. Actually, one of the places around here where I think that the oysters are comparable to Demerscotta, Maine, which is hard because the Demerscotta River has some of the best oysters you can find probably anywhere. Hmm. And um, may, maybe in the country. I mean, I, I, I will go that far. They're very, very good. And that would be Lucas Local. Oh, Joe keeps telling me to go there. Those oysters are unbelievable. And in fact, my dad and I lived off Demerscott Oysters for many, many years when his side of the family lived in Maine. They live in Georgia now. But I took him there. I said, you have to try this. I took him there, and he agreed. They hmm. were like almost as good wow. as Demerscott in Maine, like right in Maine. So, And they have a really, really good supplier um, who gets them fresh, quick. And so it's definitely props to Vince Capaletti, hmm. who's the owner. He's a really great guy, and he I've knows what he's there. he knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. And uh, it's in Southbury now. It was in Newtown. They moved to Southbury. Um, I believe it was last year, or maybe it was early this year. I I, I forget. I, I haven't been to the new location quite yet, hmm. just because 
where he used to be. I like I miss I miss it not being there because it was the type of it was very cozy. Yeah. And like when you would look out the window, you kind of felt like you were in like an old sea sea shanty in like Rhode <laughs> Island or something like that nice. or, or in Maine. So it was very cool. But his new place is awesome. I just saw he put in like a, a waterfall looking thing the other day hmm. and it looks really cool. And I'm I'm super he's a great guy and I'm super happy for him. And in fact, the place that used to be Lucas Local in Newtown, it's not it's now called the Quarter. And it's like a Southern Coastal Fair. Oh, I've seen I've seen people post about yeah, this. Yeah, and he invited me on uh, the 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 friends and family night before he opened. Nice. Um, and I had a great time, and it was amazing. Mm. I mean, he knows what he's doing, that guy. So um, definitely a place to check out for sure. The quarter. Yeah, I mean, the, Newtown. There are a couple that I'm. I've, New Orleans, I've, New Orleans. Oh, I lo- I, I've been down. I've, I had a really long like week down there. Good food though, some of the best I've had. Some good crawfish. Well, I I, I just told you before I got here, well, yeah. well, before we started recording, that I actually cooked a crawfish boil. Yeah, with, with a chef buddy of mine, like a few weeks ago. Um, crawfish is unbelievable. Yeah, we actually got the crawfish from New Orleans, and we cooked it for about seventy people. Um, it was up in Germantown at the uh, Suarez family's uh, farm, so it was pretty awesome to get to do something like that. Unbelievable actually dive into the industry every so often. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> every, every chef's going to try to hire me now. Uh, that's great. That's great. But yeah, I mean, absolutely amazing. Like I was, like I was saying, Vince Capaletti does it really, really well. Do you ever go to Orems or Orems? Or? You know something? No. no? I, I've, I drive past it so often. Diner Wilton, yeah. Yeah, like I used I, to go back in the day when I lived in Norwalk. Yeah, and uh, really enjoyed it. And I, I feel like shout. I mean, I feel like on this occasion, shout out to them since it's uh, sort of in that that neck of the woods. It's gonna make there, me but. go because, like, I last year, um, great diner. Yeah, just well, no, it wasn't last year. It was a couple of years ago. I, I actually did a diner story in Westchester Magazine. Um, it was which was kind of put on hold by COVID, but like some of their diners there are actually pretty damn special. Yeah, like I'm, I'm kind of, I was kind of surprised. Yeah, at that time that. There was a diner by uh, Dave Dabari called Eugene's, and I miss that place so much because that's the guy behind the cookery and the parlor, and that guy is like a mad scientist with food, man. Like he he doesn't care about the rules, like he'll just do whatever. And I just I like that he had a place a little closer to Connecticut because it was in Port Chester. I I wish he'd open a spot in Connecticut, but I don't I don't know if I'm gonna ever get my wish. So, <laughs> is there a good lobster roll over in your neck of the woods that you recommend? Not Norm's, hundred percent. Okay, that's, that's that's the best one. Lobster just say. like through the roof right now, though. Yeah, pay like forty bucks for a lobster because I know it's summer. You know, summertime is 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 here. It's getting here. Yeah, but Jay LeBlanc, that's my guy over at Not Norm's. Um, that's like Jeff Tavy said I should talk to him. I should interview him. You should. He he's cool. I I think he's got a really good concept at his spot too. Like I, it's very approachable. Um, and it's just, it's like approachable, like sandwich in like the new England style hot dog bun, but Jay's a restaurant chef. So it's like the, the stuff that you're getting is like better than your and average is, is in East Norwalk. East Norwalk. It's right, right over yeah. by Overton's and like Mr. Frosty's and all right, that. Right. So, um, yeah. And th- there's a lot of good ones just randomly around. Like the one at high back stand isn't even, even, even that bad. I was actually so, going to ask you, what do you think about high back stand? I love them. Right. One of the first places they have I clam covered, roll, shrimp roll. Yeah. Crab, roll, you know, all these different roll. Like I like their hot dogs and their ice cream though. Homemade ice cream. And, and they do so all these good. crazy flavors. So, so good. I, I like places like that, but like I, you know, I'm, I'm never mad about some good fine dining. So, you know, in my spare time, I probably go to 
I probably go to more dives, but like I, the special occasions, like place like a Lostal in Darien, French, Provencal style French, still trying to check out Materia in Bantam. And I'm actually going to a cool spot on, on Sunday that I don't think a lot of people know about it. And I'm just going to kind of go back to my blogger roots and I'm just going to bring my camera. It's a personal birthday dinner and it's called RSVP. It's in Cornwall, Connecticut. Interesting. It's like 90 minutes from Cornwall. Yeah. 90 minutes from Norwalk where I am. That's out there. And they don't have a website. They don't have social media. What you get that day is what you get. It's five courses, 140 bucks. And there's no dietary restrictions. Nothing. That is quite and something. I am stoked. I'm like, I almost feel like I'm going to a Michelin star restaurant in some weird way. Let us know the word. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to write about it. I'm just going to give you firsthand experience, man. Like, I think I'm just going to go, I'm just going to keep it raw and uncut and sweet. give it to you guys that way. That's awesome. Cornwall. Yeah, I've never been there in my life. That's awesome. They get a lot of good restaurants, like, up that way, though, and, like, Kent, like, Swift and everything is great. Yeah, that, you know, that's what I've been hearing. And I hear a lot about Sa- uh, Sazos. Never been there. Coal Fire. Then there's, like... Is that... Is that, am I saying that right? I don't know. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Coal Fire, it, it, it's up in that area of, of huh. Connecticut. A lot of good stuff up there. I mean, like the Mayflower Inn has good food. Yeah. So does um, Arethusa Altavolo is, a, is a, always like kind of a landmark Connecticut restaurant. So, and, and they have like the best ice cream. So That's awesome. Yeah. And then Woodbury, isn't there the com- community table? Oh, that's in Washington. Oh, Washington. Also really, oh, okay, okay. also really great. I hear a lot about the community table because yeah. Clark and um, Kate Newgold of uh, Marygold's live in um, the Woodbury, Washington area. Oh, cool. And they, they're, they're usually up there. They um, Heard they do like something cool on Mondays or something where they do a, like a fire pit burgers and cocktails kind of thing. I've been oh, wanting really? to cover it for like a while. So I, maybe that's my reminder. I'm, I'm saying it right now, but I think I'm, yeah. I, got, I have to get up there and do that. I think that's a cool experience. That's super cool. Yeah. That's really cool. And then, of course, we know J.J. Stacks, Joe <laughs> Atenito. My guy Joe. Right yeah. here in Brookfield. Yeah. He's right down, right down the street here. Yeah, he's, he's got the Rich Farms ice cream going on there. He's got a damn good, like, kind of a upscale. The hot dogs. Kind of a, I'm obsessed Oh, they're huge. It's, it's a hot dog grinder. It's unreal. <laughs> It, and it's great. In fact, Met's opening day, I went there for lunch in between work and got a big, you know, really nice double stack and uh, got a fucking really nice hot dog. And it was great. Dude. Those hot dogs can be intimidating to most men. I ate the whole I ate, I ate <laughs> bo- I ate the whole entire thing and they couldn't believe it. Like the lady was like, oh, my gosh. And I'm like, it's opening day. Let's got to go. stick with the theme, right? Yeah, it was great. And. <laughs> The food there is tremendous. I've never had a bad meal and got you know, mini golf. You can burn it off afterwards. Joe's a good dude, too. Yeah, and Joe's a great guy. We actually guy. like him. He'll do, he'll do anything to, to satisfy you and make you happy, and I think you can't ask for much better than that. Like He's such a great guy. Yeah. So. I like the cheesesteak there, actually, too. Everything, like everything good is good. Every, a lot of love goes into everything. And in fact, not only that, but don't sleep on the, the, the bacon, egg, and cheese like the, or, or any breakfast sandwich. The breakfast sandwiches there are I don't know insane. If I'm, I don't know if I'm ever going to wake up that early in the morning to make it up to Brookfield, but we'll see. The, you got till 11. <laughs> the breakfast sandwiches are insane. Really, really good. I'll, I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. It was, it was the, probably definitely the best one I've had around, the, around for sure. For speaking, sure. Of, speaking of breakfast sandwiches, have you ever been to the Tasty Yolk? 
I haven't, but I did see that CT Bites covered it, and um, Steph was there. Were you? Were you? You were there? No, I, I just stopped there and like just randomly, like nice. if, if I'm if I'm driving through like Black Oak. Rock. Yeah. yeah. Do they have a few places or just? Or... He's got some trucks. He's got trucks. a few storefronts okay, okay. and a few trucks. Gotcha. Um, I, I feel like Eric Felito like almost single handedly like reinvented the breakfast sandwich around here. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But like to have like he he's a he's a restaurant chef and he just kind of did this thing and. I think he's really on to something with that. I miss Egg's Kitchen, Matt Stanzak. Yeah. I, I never got to the try wake, it. The Wake and Bake. That was the one of the best bacon, egg, and cheeses I've ever had. I'm just glad Matt's making pizza, though. Such a fan. Like, I, I, yeah. I hate even calling myself a fan, but, like, I'm a fan. I think his, I think his, his, his squares are, like, I've never had Detroit style that good. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. And you know who I I see out there making some good pizzas, uh, Christopher Hodson. I I got to try his Detroit. Did you? Yeah. How is it? It's very good. Ah, oh, damn. He, he he was mad that he's he, unbelievable. I met him at Good Old Days. Great guy. Yeah. He he yeah because he was probably there just doing the, he was just, there doing R and D. Just to add to like the list of people I've met at Good Old Days, like literally met you at Good Old Days, met Christopher Hodson at Good Old Days, and he came up to me. He's like. Hey, you you do the podcast? You had my friend on Chef Adam Greenberg. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's me. And we chatted. Great guy. He's a good. And dude. then I I've followed his him page, like and I'm like, when I saw his page, I was like, whoa. He okay. takes good photos. And this he can guy cook. is on. Yeah, it was the common. I'm like, this guy is like, yeah. like what is this like? You know, unbelievable, just incredible. He actually so, works at Materia and Bantam. It's like the kind of. I saw recently that he just started. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm bummed I missed out on the pizza because he told me he was he was making it and and you know you know selling it to people, and I wanted to jump on it and I totally forgot to message him and I I feel like I missed out but hopefully if he starts doing it again I would one love found to. its way into my hands like I, I was supposed to go to uh, a I was supposed to go to a meal there, there was a bunch of us from CT Bites that were gonna go and um, I just couldn't make it happen that day I, I was doing like other work so occasionally you do have to be an adult and uh, I stayed home and. Steph was nice enough to, uh, you know, well, Chris was nice enough to, you know, have a pizza for me. And Steph was nice enough to bring it back to Westport. So I picked it up, man. It was so good. It, it was a nice pie. And he wanted like an, like an honest opinion on it. And he, he only wishes I would have been able to have it fresh right out of the oven, you know, but he nailed the dough. I think like he had, he had the fermentation down right. And like all of that was all that worked out, man. Damn. Mm. Mm. I'll show you a picture of it before. That before sounds I go so today. good. Because he told me he's like he's like oh I'm gonna make these you should get one. I'm like oh I'm like I want one and then just totally dropped the ball. All these things at good old days, man. Like I feel like we should have almost done the podcast from there. Yeah, you know I feel like we should have, and I feel like soon some sort of podcast videos something is gonna happen. <laughs> it's, it's gonna have to happen there. So it's some production something. It's gonna have to happen. We're we all sit down at some round table. You also got to meet my friend Tiffany, I think, too. Yes, yes, Foodie that's right. That's right. Sh- Foodie with a booty. That's right. That's right. That's she's right. One of the, she's oh one my of the, gosh. She's one of the good influencers. Tiffany. That's right. Tiffany. She was so, oh my God, so nice. It was, it was great seeing both of you guys. And like, I, she's doing a great job. And I know that, you know, she's, uh, she's good friends with Taylor. Um, yeah. Taylor O'Brien. I've never uh, starting my diet on Monday. I've and- never met her in person. Um, I, I know her her Instagram. Um, you know, I, you and I talked about this earlier in the week about the whole influencers versus like yeah. what I do. I was going to ask you about that. So, 
do you get a lot of people that say like, "Hey, are you an influencer?" Dude, I, like, I hate that. I hate that word. So, what's so the much. difference between an influencer and a food and a food because you know, food blogger, okay, but technically, food journalist, correct? I mean, yeah, I think I, that's what it really is. And what's the difference? And what, what so what do you not like about the whole what narrative of what's going on? I, I'm gonna try to explain this as best as I can. Yeah, um, without offending too many so, people. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name yeah. so too many names here, but like I I feel like what I do is a little bit different. I don't care about being famous. I don't care about how many views I have on like Instagram or any like, you know, real views and stuff like that. I feel like a lot of them, they just want to get famous. And I, I don't know if you feel the same way, but they're, I, I think a lot of them are very self-important. They're self-serving. They probably don't actually care about some of the restaurants that they're posting stuff from. And I thought that whole thing where you know, during like a lot of the shutdowns and them, you know, kind of pandering for like free meals and also, but also you can pay me and I'll post on my account. I'm like, you, you could just be a decent human being. Like all these places have had you in for free, probably for years. The least you could do is throw something on your story, maybe. Right. Like I just, I've always felt that way. Like it, it doesn't cost you anything to be a good person. And uh, there are some good ones, um, you know, and a few of them, Tiffany's one of them, um, Stanford Foodie, Raina is really cool, you know, they're always happy to like, you know, pay for a meal, which is great too, and, um, you know, and then there, I feel like the food bloggers are kind of going out a little bit, there aren't a lot of like OGs anymore, there's, you know, in this area, you still have like Renato and Alicia, local food rocks, super great people, they're like real life friends of mine. They don't do so much blogging anymore, but they still give places a lot of shout outs and posts and all of that nonsense. So, well, it's not nonsense, but <laughs> you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But, you know, and then there's, um, I'm going to shout out a friend of mine, Alexa Sosa, who's got this really cool blog who's, she's actually doing some writing. She's not a writer, but she's got a blog called Tierra Agua y Sol. It's, you know, obviously land, sea son and she's really into like sustainability and farming and mm. you know sh she will go out and have like a pizza but like she she's all about like you know explaining all this like where your food comes from and you know i i've kind of you know she wants to be a better writer and i've kind of taken it you know i try to give her some tips when she asks for them but i i would highly recommend her blog i think she's a super smart person with a lot of opinions and That's they're awesome. well and well thought out. But I guess like to go back a little bit, like what I do is I want to get somebody's story, right? I'll tell that to, to an audience. And I've gotten away from reviews in the past few years. Um, I still will do one once in a while. But like who the hell am I to like criticize some really famous chef's food? Like that they know what they're doing. Like I, I, I'm not going to pretend I can do their job, but I want to learn. And I'm willing to learn like a little bit about what you're serving me. And so I can relay that to an audience where if you ever go to like any of these influencer events, which I despise with all the people taking out their lights and shit, it's, it's like so, it's so, so annoying to diners. It has to be, but you know, they don't take the time to like ask the chef, like, how did you cook that? Who are you as a person? Right. Like that's the stuff that I want to tell like people like you and everybody else, like, and then you can choose if you want to go there or not. That's how I always see it. Like, 
and at the end of the day, I, I do what I do for me and to fulfill my creativity and for my community. And like, I want restaurants to succeed and do really well. And if you like what I write and you want to go to that restaurant, awesome. That's even, that makes it even better. It makes it so worth it. That's awesome. I can tell the drive and the passion. You oh got. yeah. Oh yeah. It's totally there. It's a, it's a total, it's a total love love thing and your writing is amazing i mean i've read so many of your articles at man this i'll never give myself credit though like i, I can't <laughs> like i because like i you know you're humble you're a humble guy it's, i i usually will write something thing. and if i either put it in on the back end of ct bites and or like i submit it to like any of my editors i never want to read my words over again i have a few times because sometimes you will write something and you'll be like holy shit i know i fucking <laughs> i fucking i fucking killed that one it was amazing <laughs> But then most of the time you're just like, yeah, it was all right. right. You're, you're always going to be your own worst critic. Right. And it's the same with photography. Like probably I'm, I'm a little more finicky with that because you, you, you don't have to read your words, but you always have to see your images. You'll always be like, I just don't like that picture. So, but yeah, thank you for saying that. Of course. What do you want people to take away from your writing? Wow. it's a good question. I want them to know about the subject. If they come away with knowing who Chef So-and-So is or why they open their restaurant or what they're trying to accomplish in the kitchen and what they're trying to provide to diners, that's what I care about. Because I'll feel like I've not only done my article justice, but I've done that establishment and those owners or that chef justice. And it's one of the biggest compliments that you can get is like if I go around town, I eat somewhere and you, you have another chef tell you like, you know, what a great job you're doing. Like I remember hearing that from Tim Labont, who he, he owns Parlor Pizza in Wilton and Darien and he was Schoolhouse of Cannondale, like respect him so much, like such a humble guy. And he told me and Steph one day, like he was like, you know, I think you guys are doing an incredible job like for this community and, and this industry. And I was just like, honestly, I wanted to go home and like cry. Like I was just like, cause that, like that makes it worth it to hear stuff like that. And, you know, to also just have, to have this whole community and just like to be able to have these chefs numbers and be able to have an open dialogue with them all the time. And, you know, some of them have become really, really great friends too. And, you know, it's, is there a, con is there a little bit of a conflict of interest there? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but I think that's, it's inevitable nowadays and you can still, you can still call it down the middle. And, um, but yeah, I, I think the community as a whole is great. Like not only with me, but like them with each other, there's such a nice dialogue there and they always will. You can kind of tell when you, even when you interview them sometimes, like they're so complimentary of one another. And I, I just, I'm so grateful for all of that. I think it's, it's a great place to, to do what I do. That's beautifully said, beautifully said. And, you know, restaurants and chefs and all the like and all the and all and, you know, and not even just the restaurant, you know, not even just the chefs, the the wait staff, the bot, you know, you know everybody, the, everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone, the the whole entire staff, you know, from the top to the, you know, the bottom to the top, top to the bottom, whatever you want to call it. I mean, I say this all the time in the podcast, restaurants and, and, and everything that encompasses going there and sitting down and having a meal like it brings people together. I mean you could have a meal at a restaurant with someone you never met in your life and you leave best friends. I mean, yeah. meal, you know, 
breaking bread, so to speak, is just like, it's just such a, a major part of not only our culture, but so many cultures. I mean, food in most cases is like the number one thing that brings us all together, despite anything else that may be going on in the so world. True. And it's just an incredible thing that needs to be so appreciated. And I think it's just so cool that you get to, you know, enjoy it and share your passion of and love of enjoying it to all of us so we can understand so that we can go and have that, sh you know, same joy that, you know, you gave us in your writing and your reporting and everything you're doing. So it's so cool to watch everything you're doing in all these different areas because you bring this great perspective to the community, like you were saying. Yeah. I mean, I and try to be as hands-on as possible and I try to get back there and behind the scenes as exactly. much as I can. Exactly. And it's awesome. And, 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 you know, you know, and that, and then of course CT bites was what Steph did trying to shine, you know, shine a light and show people different places where they can go. And it's just, it's so great, man. And I feel like Connecticut, we've got so many great places. I feel like we're so spoiled. I mean, we didn't even touch on mill rights. I mean, talk about, you know, I've still never been there. You know what? Me neither. Maybe we should go to get, you know what Steph I mean? Steph keeps telling me she's going to take me. And I think, it's, <laughs> I, I think, I think she's just fucking me, fucking around with me a little bit. Or like, I don't know. She's bullshitting Sims, me about Millrace. Well, listen, Simsbury is a great town, but you don't often think to, to head out there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But like, for Millrites, yeah. of course, you think to head out there because that's where they are. And the place just looks so serene and beautiful. And, and I envy the folks that live in that area because I can only imagine having the ability to go there you know, often without having to plan your whole day around it. Yeah. And I know Tyler Anderson is great, but I also know that Ashley Flagg, as Tyler likes to say, is the one who's really yes. the head chef and manning the helm. And I'm so glad that he makes that known so I can know so that I can eventually reach out to her so she can come on the show. And, and they have a pastry <laughs> chef that's amazing too. Yeah. Kristen Eddy. Yes, Kristen Eddie. Yeah. Who, who, uh, uh, she would wasn't she up for a, a crazy award? Did did she win or, or she, she was won. or she I, was up for one? I know she was up. for I mean, I was at the crazy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember a whole lot about that. I'm sure that's a wild night. It was I'm it was sure my first year, night. like actually being on the panel. Right. So it was. But cool I know Ashley Flag. She you know. She, yeah. She, you know. So yeah, it's it's super cool night. to see those people like get recognized. And Emily, something. of course, Emily. You know, she won her. You know, did her thing. And yeah, yeah. Just so so great, man. So great. And, you know, and on that note, a couple more questions and then we'll wrap Ask up. Away, but, man. but on that note, you know, I know that a lot of people always see and probably maybe think that, you know, chefs is mostly dominated by by males. But, man, we got some unbelievable female chefs in Connecticut. Oh, yeah. And I am just so, you know, not only happy and proud of that but just like oh oh my god the things they're doing are unbelievable and i'm we here touched for on, it we touched on a few of them already and but like you know if, if i'm gonna throw a few so more good. names out there yeah yeah, like yeah definitely throw more jess out. bangston who runs yes, yes, terrain and yes that's right for ah, jess and, um, i totally forgot that's my bad <laughs> the one that i'm a super fan of and i've only met her one time and but she's all the way in mystic is renee Tuponce. okay who like she's doing like incredible things with like she's making like tuna salami and curing things like i've been to oyster club once i was on my way back from rhode island and i got to stop there and i had a fantastic meal there and a really a couple of really nice cocktails i'm hoping um, mr wayman is going to come on the show mm. i reached out to him and he said you know get in touch with me in a few months i just had a kid i'm a little bit <laughs> i'm opening i'm opening a ton of amazing restaurants and he didn't say that i'm i'm, I'm paraphrasing yeah yeah but they're going to be amazing because they're, they're well, his. James, also just, James, right? Or James, James Wayman, I believe is I his think name, so. Right? Yeah. Um, 
Renee also just opened it. like a port of call. It's like a cocktail yes, bar. Yes, port of call. Yes. I, like I'm, you know what? I, I usually like <laughs> to go that far. Like I, I usually wouldn't make a special trip. Like I, I would have to be like sort of in the area. I want to go to port of call so bad that I'm just going to drive out there one day. Wow. And I'll just do it. But well, also like that's awesome. One of the guys that's behind the bar. I know him from doing some beverage stuff and I haven't seen him in a while and I know he's talented and I've just seen everything that's come out of there lately and I'm just blown away because I, I love one of my favorite things to do is just like kind of bar bites and cocktails or just beer or whatever and just it's such a mashup over there with the squid ink empanadas and you know like they have this like insane looking hot dog that they're doing there yeah that's pinchos right and they're doing like pinchos and stuff like that I'm like all these infused like uh, real McCoy rums, they just got like a recognized an Esquire for some crazy bar accolade. I didn't get to read the full article, but like that's a big deal. That place hasn't even been open that long. So I'm I'm stoked to like I'm stoked to just hop in the car one day and just day when I'm doing nothing. I'm I, that's going to be my only destination. I'm just going to drive out there. Maybe I'll kick around in Mystic a little bit. I guess let me know and I'll just hop in. You know. Yeah, I'll pick you up <laughs> on the way. Well, that's it's way out of my way to come to Brookfield to get you, but. I'll come on down. Yeah, do I'll it. I'll drive my car into yours, send you off the road, and that's when it's you'll fine, know. man. Okay. Let's do it. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of female chefs, like I was showing you before, right below my apartment, no kitchen, hmm. Chef Kalen Sovereign and owner Tony Heslin. Shout out, Tony. Love you. Unbelievable. I can't wait for them to be downstairs, gastropub style. I'll, I'll be sleeping on your couch one oh, night if we ever uh, roll out. Dude, that, so. it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. I'm going to be on 600-pound life on TLC. My apartment is going to be all cameras, all these people just running in to see how fat I am. <laughs> and that's what it's going to be, man, because it's going to be incredible. And then, of course, right over, just literally right out my windows over here, they're opening up a Salt 2.0. Apparently, they have one huh. in Litchfield. It's like tacos, burritos, wraps. Really? That's cool. All this stuff. It's going to open right over there. So, you know, that. There's La Piazza, Urban Street So you're going to be riding that bike a lot more then. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the bad part is that's an electric bike. Yeah. So I, I got <laughs> I think I, I think Stop I got, off and do push-ups. I think I need a Peloton. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, I don't want to drop dead. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Peloton. But, um, but no, man. This has been great, and I'm so glad you can come by, and I'm, Dude, I'm so I'm glad stoked. we got to talk about so many places and what you do and yeah, and, and just the places we love to go. I, I, I really w was looking forward to having an episode just like this where we kind of just talk about places we like and yeah. and you know get to know a little bit about what you do and your background and everything Dude, like that. Dude, I probably that. have enough for you for about six episodes. So. No, <laughs> I, well, I was going to say, like I felt like this is, this is a good place to end because... You're, we're definitely going to have you back on. I feel like you should be like the we sweet should co host. We should do a co-host deal. Oh, I'd love to. That'd be awesome. Anytime, listen. Anytime <laughs> you you think we'd we could find someone good to do a co-host, you let me know. I'll come by. We'll make it happen. Suri's yeah, Suri's going off. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing. She's drunk. You and I also still have another beer to open, so we should get to that. We do have another beer to open, so you know we, we you know definitely have to get to that. So uh, you know everyone listen out there. It's not gonna be much longer now. <laughs> no, but um, but so it's it's great to have you by, get some insight, learn about what you do, the food that you love, the food that we love, and just how it is really just a community thing, and how we all break bread and come together 
over food and so food many people love, so many so many people love food. I can't tell you how many people are like, I love the episodes where you just talk about food. So I was I couldn't wait for you to come by so we could talk about food and what you do. So people can follow you, read all the great stories, follow the great places because People come up to me, oh, you know all these great places. Well, I know a lot of these great places because I follow people like Andrew Dominic awesome. and Steph Webster and, you know, all, all the OGs. So uh, thank you so much. I appreciate it so much. Anytime. You're the absolute the best, and this is great, and I'm so glad you could come by. And one thing I ask my guests before they go, and I've done this for many seasons now, <laughs> is when you're in New Haven, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Let's, go. Let's do it. Pizza is king in New Haven, Connecticut, and New Haven, Connecticut has some of the best pizza in the country, according to many, many uh, a critic. <laughs> and so when you're in New Haven, Connecticut, where is your favorite place Wow! So to I, get pizza? I don't have the simple answer for you, but I have my own version of something. I think, they, I think, all, I think the three big spots all do something better than their rivals, right? Agreed. Modern I already has, like where this is going. Modern has the Italian bomb, and, and I think their plane is awesome. It's mm-hmm. kind of like light mozz, a little bit of Parmesan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Sally's tomato is by far the superior tomato pie. And Peppy's clam. Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. But uh, <laughs> Sally's potato pie with the rosemary, also very nice. Um, Peppy's, it's obviously the white clam. I always add bacon to mine. Mm. But... My favorite Pepe's pie is actually their summer tomato pie. Yes, me too. The local pie. Me too. And it's all the, the guys who work on the show, we all get it. It's we the epitome it of summer, man. Yep. It's just, you know. With Three the, months. The, yeah, the fresh local tomatoes. It's coming. I know. I love it. Right? Oh, yeah. Is it here? Or is it July? It might, is it July? It might be. Usually they send me a press release when, it's, when it comes it's out. It's coming. I, I always it, have we're to get close. at least one. We're close. We're close. And I, I would also add to that, there, there are some new school places I'm that are out. doing something cool. <laughs> yeah, me too. The guys over at Atticus Market, they're basically like, it's like new New Here Haven. Here Luigi was telling me. New New Haven. They're not doing a coal-fired oven, but they're getting the same effect in an electric pizza master. He was, t- yeah. And they're, they're not, like Matt Wick is amazing at that. That's and what people keep telling me, yeah. I did the article about them, and I was actually blown away by how good I thought it was. And I thought I thought they had the best tomato pie that Damn. I've had. And yeah. Damn. But that's sort of my answer. I like, and I, I think I think like that with pizza anyway. It's like you could be in the mood for something thin. You could be in the mood for like charred New Haven. You could be in the mood for Neapolitan. It's whatever you want in that moment. You know what most people say when they come on the show? Mm. Their answer: Frank. <laughs> Frank Pepe. And then second, usually modern, and third is either Sally's or Bar. But you know what I think I would want, though? People like, mention Bar. I like Bar has a lot a nice lobster one during the summer, too. I mean, they're kind of known for that mashed potato bacon one. And yeah, that's good, too. You know, um, if, if I did have to pick one pie, though, I'm probably going to go Sally's tomato. That's my, that's my jam. And I'm also not mad about their, just, their cheese pizza with pepperoni kind of had that one recently at the Stanford opening and I, I really enjoyed that so, one. So yeah, they're they're starting to franchise, I guess, right? Or Inevitable Man. So I, what, Money Talks. Did, did you like the Stanford? Was it It was fine on, on opening oh, really? night. Like I okay. yeah, I mean, you're gonna get inconsistent experiences depending on I think, you know, how busy a place is, right? I don't think it I don't necessarily always think it's it's what everybody says about the oven. 
because I've I've been in the kitchens at all of these places. Okay? The Pepe's in Danbury is actually really good. I mean, it's been a, it's been around for a while now. Fairfield's kind of hit or miss, but I feel like out, it's just good. it depends on how busy it is. And like yeah. I've been in the kitchens with all of the owners of these places. Yeah, and they don't really say anything. It's it's like. Gary Bamonte before he passed away, like that, I couldn't believe that. He I was said, like, "Yeah, like he was a good dude," and, and like yeah. he actually said, um, "Sad that the ovens are all the same." He was like, yeah. "There's no difference." He was like, "It's all in their minds," you know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> I, I I just generally think it's just comes down to how busy a place is, and you know, the Stanford one wasn't bad, and I, I you know, nice. I like I, good to I, know. I, I like that they're also serving cocktails in Stanford, and they have like a beer on they have beer on tap yeah. and stuff. Beautiful location, yeah. but you know I haven't been back. Yeah, because the New Haven one is like old school. Like just until recently, it was it was cash only. Like I would always prefer to go to like the OG location. Though. Oh, of course, it, it, all... it, it does make me like a little bit sad to see like nostalgic, this you get beautiful nostalgic. like new place. Like I want to sit in like a booth that's like about to like fall apart. Okay, like that's my <laughs> deal. I'm I right want, there I want with Greece you. Grease and Charl over my hands. So exactly, take it. Exactly, I want to like squeeze myself and you know i want to be uncomfortable while i'm eating that's when you know <laughs> exactly. you're in a good that's spot when, that's the way it's supposed to be because the food makes you comfortable and then and then you, everything evens out i feel that man <laughs> yeah <laughs> well listen man it's so great to have you by and like i said we'll have you by again maybe pretty soon you know maybe we'll do this again like pretty soon this season have Anytime, you on again man. talk more about food because people love it i love it people love you i love you and so Thank oh, you for man. sharing your wisdom, and I look forward to doing this more in the future. Hell yeah, let's and, open that um, beer. Yeah, exactly. Let's and, get to it. But before you go, yeah, real quick, definitely let people know where they can follow you. Best way is at Andrew Dominic on Instagram, and definitely follow CT Bites too because you know that's where you'll see some of my stuff get broadcast out. So yeah, yeah, or you you even Google Andrew Dominic. <laughs> you, can, you, you can Google you can me Google and find Andrew a, Dominic. Probably there's a, a, there's lot a of famous articles. actor, Andrew Dominic. He's a director. A director. Sorry, director. I get, I get tagged as him so often because like, I googled you and he popped up. I'm like, yeah. Oh. He he spells his last name like a little different. Yeah. I have the CK at the end of my name. He, he just has K. the K. Yeah. But I don't think he has social media, so gotcha. people think that it's me. Gotcha. So I, I just got tagged last night in some Marilyn Monroe like movie that, that I think he awesome. directed, That's and I'm great. just like, okay, like cool. That's tremendous. So, I'm jealous. Take some of his money, maybe. (laughs) Open an account. (laughs) Anyway, listen, thank you so much for coming by. Andrew Dominic, he's an amazing food journalist. He's going to come back on the show so we can talk more about all the different happenings that are going on in Connecticut, food related. Um, We love him. He's great. He has great writing. So, definitely check him out. Definitely check out all the places he visits because he knows what he's doing out here. And so does CT Bites and all the rest of the places he writes for. So once again, Andrew Dominic, thanks, brother. Sweet. Let's go crack a beer. Appreciate it. Thanks you. for coming by. Hell yeah. Thank you so much for listening to part two of a two-part podcast episode with food journalist extraordinaire, Mr. Andrew Dominic. Thank you so much, Andrew, for coming up to Brookfield to chat, sharing your insight and recommendations on all things food, wishing you nothing but the best, onward and upward, and look forward to getting together again soon. Yet again, another episode of Sweeten Up is in the books. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate your feedback and support. Thank you as always to my best friends, the guys who make it all possible, post-production and music Morgan Lutzi, production and art director Kurt Vinci, 
editor and writer, Nick Passacretta, and a special thanks as always to Devin Sapelli. My guest on the podcast next week is the great and powerful Bob Florence. Bob Florence is the founder and co-owner of Maromi, a company based in beautiful, coastal, southeastern Connecticut, creating handcrafted seasonings based on traditional fermentation techniques, using koji and our natural microbiome to transform a variety of local ingredients into unique sauces, seasonings, and condiments. As a chemist, Bob has had a lifelong passion for making stuff. Having lived and worked throughout the United States, Mexico, and Asia, Bob left the corporate world and settled in Mystic, Connecticut to mindfully slow down and focus on developing unique, handcrafted seasonings, including soy sauce, miso, and fermented hot sauces. We covered it all, but until then, you know the deal. Stay safe, stay healthy. Love you all. Peace.